think we all look back at things that we did when we were younger and we might cringe a little bit and think, oh, I hope no one ever finds out about that. Or, oh, that's my least proud moment. But as long as you grow from those moments and grow from those things that happen, you have the ability to impact on people around you. What am I willing to do to go get it? I push things aside just to go get it. I know my role and I play my position. You talking too much. Please learn how to listen. I never give up. I'm not quitting. Welcome back to the YI Network where we interview every job occupation A through Z from the trash man to the CEO and ask them, why and how they started their profession so that you can find your dream job too. I'm your host, Kojo Thompson, and today we have a very special guest with us. It is Dr. Laura Chernow. Laura is an audiotologist director for the Earbus Foundation, and the Earbus Foundation is a Western Australian-based children's charity that works to reduce the incidence of middle ear disease in Aboriginal and at-risk children in the state. Now, Laura joined the Airbus Foundation as a director of clinical services and outcomes in 2013. So Laura has a lot to share with us here today. So Laura, shall I proceed? Yes, indeed. All right, Laura, how are we feeling today? I'm feeling fantastic. It's a beautiful day in Western Australia and summer is just about to start. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. And obviously, I am on the other side of the world. And when I say the other side of the world, I mean the complete opposite. I am over here in America in the dead of winter. So me and Laura are going to go ahead and get this thing rocking and rolling because I am real, real, real excited to have Laura on today because she is the first of her kind, the first of her occupation, the first in her industry to come on the show. So I think I'm going to have to go ahead and ask the question that everybody has been waiting for. Drum roll, please. And that is, why, Laura? Why are you doing what you're doing today? I became an audiologist, which is a hearing person, a person who looks in your ears and checks out your ears by accident. Mm -hmm. So I can say to you, when I was in my final year of school, I had no idea what I wanted to do. And I can remember hearing from other kids, they were so set on, they knew exactly what they wanted to do, they'd known for years, Mm. and I got to my last exam and still had no idea. Mm. But I had applied at uni for a few things, realised I couldn't afford some of them Mm -hmm. because uni was really expensive um, Mm -hmm. when I was there, Mm -hmm. couldn't afford some of them, and it was really a process of elimination. Mm -hmm. At our university, uh, there was a double degree, and it was speech pathology and audiology. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh, speech pathology, I can do that. Mm-hmm. Started doing the first part of the degree and realized that I was actually in love with the second part. Mm-hmm. So quite by accident and had no idea what I was getting into. Mm-hmm. I love, love, love that answer right there. And Lar, you're at the top of the totem pole right now. You're where everybody wants to be. But take us back down to the bottom. Day one, step one, what was the process like that got you here today? Well, if you don't show up, <laughs> you don't end up getting anywhere in life. Mm. So the first thing was to 
get a degree. Mm-hmm. Um, so apply at uni. And even if I didn't get into what I thought I wanted to do, um, the plan was to get a degree, to have something behind my name, and then use that as a stepping board. Mm-hmm. So I ended up with an honours degree mm-hmm. in speech pathology and audiology, but mm-hmm. pretty much halfway through had realised I wasn't a speech pathologist, I was an audiologist. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason for that, I thought at the time, was because I wanted to work with older people, and older people are the people who tend to have hearing loss. Mm-hmm. Little did I know that in actual fact, my passion was to work with kids Mm. and not just to work with any kids, but to work with kids who have nothing. Mm. So I took my first step in thinking I was going to be a speech path. My Mm. next step in was thinking I was going to work with older people, which I did for a little while. Mm -hmm. And then I started working by default because somebody didn't turn up at work. Mm -hmm. I started working with kids and realized that that was really what did it for me, what gave me a buzz every day Mm. was working with babies and kids who couldn't hear and getting them to a point where they could. Mm. So it was a a bit of a journey and I think that's normal. Most Mm. people start off thinking they're going in direction A and end up in direction B. Uh, Mm. It's a normal part of life's journey. Mm, 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 mm. I love, love, Love that answer right there. I absolutely love that answer right there. And Laura, I know I just asked you to throw it back. But what I want for you now is to throw it back even further than that. What do you think were some childhood hobbies and habits that matriculated into what you're doing today? I think to be happiest in your job, you need to do something that resonates with you as a, as a human being, as a person. Mm-hmm. So always for me, when I was growing up, um, I loved animals. So I loved caring for other things, um, people who were dependent on you. I always looked after the little kids, um, which I think back on now and think, okay, that was probably a tick in the back of my head going, all right. I always Mm -hmm. looked after other little kids. Mm -hmm. Um, I was often the youngest in our um, family, the youngest in, out of our group of friends. Mm-hmm. So I naturally gravitated towards finding other younger children because I was it. Mm-hmm. Um, I also had, was very creative as a young person. Mm-hmm. So I did dance. And I know you might think, how does dance relate to ears and hearing? Mm-hmm. But it's all around coordination and balance, mm-hmm. which kind of gets you interested. And that showmanship. Because in most careers, mm-hmm. if you're meeting people and you would know, Kojo, um, mm-hmm. you're, you're online with people, you're meeting people, there's an element of showmanship in that. Mm. So this brought together, together all of those little bits. Um, and, and then I had a love of music. And for me, people who can't hear music and can't hear the people around them, that's a tragedy. And Certainly, it's a tragedy that we can fix, and I wanted to be part of that solution. Mm-mm-mm. I love, love, love that answer right there. And what's the average day like for you today? Well, I can tell you there is no average. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, my day looks completely different from day to day. Mm-hmm. It's one of the best things about my job for somebody like me. I like to think I have a short attention span Mm -hmm. and doing any one thing day after day, um, that's not where I get my joy. 
And so my day is incredibly varied. Um, I will start off seeing newborn babies. Mm-hmm. I might then see an adult and mm-hmm. fit some hearing aids. Mm-hmm. Um, I also, in my in my job, because I'm not just an audiologist, I look and oversee a clinical team. So mm-hmm. I might have a whole bunch of meetings thrown into the middle of my day. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody might come to me for clinical advice and say, oh, I've got a patient and I'm not really sure what's happening here and we'll talk through some of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and some days I start off in my hometown and I finish up a four-hour flight away from home. Mm-hmm. Um, so lots of travel in my job, but that's because the work we do is out in the bush with with children. So um, you're, you're flying and driving around all over. So it's hard to say what's an average day because nothing is average in this in this workplace. Mm, 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 mm. I love that answer. I love that answer. I love that answer. What do you enjoy the most about what you do? For me, the greatest satisfaction that I get is watching children who couldn't hear be so surprised by the fact that they can now hear something. Mm. So I test children's hearing and discover that they have huge hearing losses. Mm -hmm. And then we work with nurses and doctors and ear, nose and throat specialists. Mm -hmm. And some of those children go through for surgery. Some of those children get a hearing aid. Mm -hmm. In all of that, I see a child who's really in distress before they have our service. And after they have our service, they're often a completely different child. I see children who've been mislabeled um, as hyperactive or naughty Mm -hmm. or um, just a horrible little child, somebody Mm -hmm. might say, Mm -hmm. and that's because they can't hear. Mm -hmm. And yet when we fix that, the satisfaction and the joy I get is seeing that exact same child behave in a completely different way Mm. And I know that I was part of that process. So I, I always think of a young man that I saw when he, I started see, seeing him for services when he was three mm-hmm. and he had no speech and language almost. Mm-hmm. He had very few words. He had a really big hearing loss mm-hmm. and he went through our program. At one point, I know he climbed the bars in, in our, um, we had bars over the windows and he mm-hmm. climbed up the windows in the room. And at another stage, he was under the desk. His behavior was so out of control. Mm. And after he'd been through our program and we dealt with his hearing issues, he became top top student in his class at the at the age of five and six. Um, that's satisfaction for me. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. I love it. I love it. I love it. And as much as I love that answer, unfortunately, the back end of that question is, what do you enjoy the least? I'm not good at paperwork. Mm. I love being with people and working with people and chatting to them. But in every job that I've ever been in, you drown in paperwork. Mm. And that for me is the hardest thing because you have to, you have to make time. You have to put your notes down of all your impressions and what you've done with each person. Mm. Otherwise the next person who comes along and sees them doesn't know where you're up to. Mm. So I would say the paperwork is the least enjoyable thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and perhaps um, 
some days get really, really busy. Mm-hmm. And there are days when I think to myself, hmm, did I have lunch? I can't remember if I had lunch today or if that was yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and that's just because I get engrossed in the work that I do. So I would say those are the two least things is, um, yeah, not always remembering to take care of myself, mm-hmm. but it would probably be because I got my nose in some paperwork that needs to be done. Mm-hmm. I love, love, love that answer. And that is the most common answer on the podcast, the administrative stuff, <laughs> the back end stuff. I love that answer right there. And now, Laura, this next question, I'm not going to lie, is my absolute favorite. And that is, do you think that grades mattered in school for the success that you have in your career today? And we interrupt this program to let you know about today's special offer. Now, are you enjoying today's podcast but wish you didn't have to wait until Sunday to hear it? Or maybe a guest answered a question but not every question you had in mind. Or maybe there's an old episode guest that you'd like to get in contact with but you never got the contact info? Well, I've got great news for you for a limited time only. The YI Network is giving early access to episodes, live Q&As with podcast guests, access to contact information of every past, current, and future guest, and free merchandise. Yes, you heard right. You can interview our next guest live on the show. Ask them any question you want live on air and stay in contact with that person to receive personal mentorship and guidance. Please Don't miss out on this opportunity to not only be in contact with me, but every guest that comes on the show personally now, parents, teachers, aunties, uncles, if there's a child in your life that you know will benefit from this amazing network of people, don't hesitate for this is a limited time offer. Prices will double at the end of the year, so get it while it's hot. Our guests all have a minimum of five years of experience in their respective professions, and they are itching, itching to help the next generation. Hit the Patreon link in the description below or on www.theyinetwork.com to sign up for this life-changing experience. Don't miss it. Now back to our regular programming. Hmm, Kojo, that's a really tricky question. Hmm. You don't have to be a top student to be amazing in whatever your job is. Mm. You do need to make sure grades are okay in those last years so that you can get into the institution that you're going to study in, if studying is what you do. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you have to do absolutely fantastically? Is it only the kids who do absolutely fantastically that make fantastic career choices and end up doing really well no Mm -hmm. and in fact i've seen most cases the people who do the top of class Mm -hmm. very often don't make the best in their career choice Mm -hmm. um you need some balance you -hmm. need some academics Mm -hmm. you need some people skills Mm -hmm. (laughs) and you need to have time for your family and your friends and the people that you love Mm -hmm. so the short answer is a long answer <laughs> because the short answer is school does matter but not as much as what you think mm-hmm. and you don't have to be top in your class to be top in your career or to be top in and in, in your enjoyment of what you're doing mm-hmm. 
I love that answer right there. I absolutely love it. Now, I'm going to break down this next question just a little bit, just because I feel like this word gets tossed around a little willy nilly. And that is, what do you feel that your impact is? And when I say impact, I mean, what are you devoted to? What is your devotion? I think that the thing that gives me the most joy and satisfaction is having people reach, and I know you hear this a lot, but reach their full potential. Mm -hmm. And by that, I mean, I get my enjoyment by assisting other people to be Mm -hmm. the best version of themselves that they can be. Mm. And that's both in my work life and in my home life. Mm -hmm. In my work life, it's with the people that I provide services to, so the Mm -hmm. kids that I provide services to, but it's also my colleagues and the people who report to me in the workplace. Mm -hmm. I genuinely want them to do well. They are fantastic people at the Airbus Foundation. I think we've got some of the most fantastic people working with us, and so I want what's good for them. Um, the same would be true in my outside life. I want my friends and my family to be the best version of themselves that they can be and to continue to to grow as people and to grow in wisdom. And I think we all look back at things that we did when we were younger and we might cringe a little bit and think, oh, I hope no one ever finds out about that. Or, oh, that's my least proud moment. But as long as you grow from those, moments and grow from those things that happen you have the ability to impact on people around you i hope i answered your question Kojo. no you definitely 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 did i love 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 that answer right there and again laura has been answering these questions absolutely perfectly all interview long but unfortunately we are already down to that last question and that is if there was one just one piece of advice for somebody out there listening right now who wants to be in the position that you're in today Lara what would it be if you're thinking of doing audiology um, and studying audiology as a career then I would say If you're passionate about it, go for it. Mm. Um, Embrace it. It has many, many aspects. You can work for people, with people from all walks of life. Mm. Try not to be sucked in by the financial aspects of of the job because there are companies where it's all about money. Mm. That's one way of people working. But if you're actually passionate about human beings and making a difference to them, then focus on that and choose places to work in as an audiologist that that cater to that need above everything else. Mm-hmm. I love, love, love that answer right there. Again, Laura has been an excellent, excellent, excellent guest all interview long. And I, Laura, I'm not going to lie, before I let you go, I need one more thing from you. And Laura, I don't care if it's the Earbus Foundation website. I don't care if it's a social media link. 
I don't even care if it's a book, something that I can leave down in the link in the description below so that my audience can reach yours. Please, please, please promote and shout it out now. Airbus Foundation of Western Australia and our, our website address is earbus.org.au. And please hit that link down in the description below. Hit that link down in the description below again. Laura has been an excellent guest all interview long, and we must thank her once again for coming on the show. But folks, as you know, there are three types of work, a job, a career, and a calling. Most people have a job. You're lucky if you find a career, but you are truly, truly blessed if you find your calling. And I really hope that me and Laura helped you find it here today, folks. That is a wrap. <laughs>